An everyday drama class would be very uniquely different to the next. I never try and make two lessons the same and I've really drawn on and I think I've grown over the years of how I can make experiential learning something that is the heart of my classroom. Welcome to season four of Spotlight, the Teacher Insight Series. Join us as we chat with experienced teachers who discuss best practice for arts classrooms, explore creative and innovative ways of working, and hear them share their passion for the art form. Georgia Andracchio has been teaching drama for six years with experience from kindergarten to year 12, and has been teaching at St Mary's Cathedral College for the past three years. She holds a master's degree in teaching and has conducted research on a particular interest of hers, which is in developing student autonomy in individual projects, and has worked on numerous theatre and education productions as a director and scriptwriter. Welcome, Georgia. Hello. What an amazing array of areas you have dabbled in in your relatively short career. Yeah, I've actually been full-time for three years and before that taking a lot of opportunities to work with students in other capacities. So what drove you to pursue this career in teaching specifically in the arts? I've been involved with drama, being on stage as a performer from a really young age, so it just sort of felt natural to me. I've always felt part of the industry. But in high school, I really loved the drama classroom and all the opportunities that it provided. And I kind of knew from then that this is where I was going to end up. I wanted to be a drama teacher for how diverse it was, the fact that I could do this job every day because going to auditions and not always being successful, you start to think about is a career in the arts sustainable? So teaching felt like it was something that I would be able to do every day and and really enjoy. How important do you think your own drama teacher was in leading you into this area of drama for yourself? Yeah, I think she was very instrumental in allowing me to develop as a young actor. Drama teachers, especially when they're at university studying, often go back to the practices of how they were taught drama. And I think that there were some vital things that I took from learning in high school, such as Stanislavski's practice, because my teacher went to the Stella Adler School in New York. And I would use the same practices with my students now. And I just have a deeper understanding of that. And I kind of see it as pivotal to everything that happens in the drama classroom. And there's kind of an element of six degrees of separation of you going, my teacher went to Stella Adler, I feel like I've gone to Stella Adler. That's right. (laughs) And that's really exciting as a drama teacher when you can make those kinds of connections with with the practitioners that you're trying to teach your students and you actually have that that luxury. What kind of memories do you have of of teaching drama? I mean, it's only, you know, six Mm. years, but even in six years you create some really special memories. Could you tell us about some of those? Absolutely. My first HSC class, I think when I put on their big showcase before their HSC, was one of my favourite memories to see performances long time in the making come to fruition at that moment and then receive kind of the admiration and positive feedback from the audience, their families, parents and teachers at the school was something that was a really special moment for me where I got to actually stop being the teacher and become sort of an onlooker and seeing us as a team work together was something that was a memory that I will always cherish. How does an arts class, how does a drama class work for you in an everyday situation? An everyday drama class would be 
very uniquely different to the next. I never try and make two lessons the same. And I've really drawn on and I think I've grown over the years of how I can make experiential learning something that is the heart of my classroom. A recent example I can draw from is Year 12 have just started their group performance and I started the first lesson using Anne Bogart's practice of viewpoints. And I think this is a more contemporary practice that drama teachers are starting to use in their classroom now, but I think it's a vital one for play building. I masked up the floor like a big grid with masking tape and students were just excited by the visual that I had just created on the ground, not really knowing what they were going to do with it. But when I gave them the rules and said, you know, you can only walk in straight lines and you can only jump, you can only clap. And then we brainstormed some ideas and said, now I want you to come up with three gestures for this topic you're talking about, which might be war or police brutality or something like that. And then they added in sounds. I found a piece of music that might be suitable to the topic they were exploring. And within one hour, they had already devised through play pieces that they may be able to use in their final performance. But I wanted to emphasise that the group performance shouldn't be something that is just spoken about. And I feel the same way about drama lessons. They're not just discussions. They should be a mixture of demonstration, experiential learning, some evaluation, and then some critical thinking and reflection. So I think... Each lesson has a similar structure but is uniquely different how it is presented. So what do you think one of your greatest learnings has been as a teacher from developing the arts and developing drama in your school? Take every opportunity that you can to develop and to grow drama as a subject at your school. I think drama has a place in every subject area and I'd really encourage future drama teachers or current drama teachers to already look at the place that drama has at their school. For some schools, it doesn't have much of a presence. Consider where you can bring it into the school to make it visible to students. In the past three years, I've been collaborating with the religion department. Now the Easter liturgy is an annual event that the whole school looks forward to where there's a different artistic vision each year. And this year we used umbrellas to be the cloud behind the cross and then that covered Jesus while he was being nailed to the cross. So we've really found some interesting ways to showcase drama, but to expose to the school that it is important and that drama has more than one purpose. Sometimes it's not to entertain, sometimes it's just to teach or to educate or to make an audience critically think about what they're watching. What other subject areas could you collaborate with to make drama a presence and how can you let students experience your subject without being enrolled in the course or just uh, picked it as an elective. It is very exciting when you have that opportunity to to show them how drama can actually be used to teach their subject area. Yes, when I went into the primary classrooms a couple of years ago, we did religion and drama as a combination. The primary teacher said to me, I did not know that this is what drama involved. I didn't know the possibilities. I didn't know that creating a tableau or a frozen moment could be so effective and then could translate into movement. I thought it was just grabbing a script and reading it and assigning characters. So what I have seen in my short career, but working with other teachers, is that they don't really have a great awareness of our syllabus and, and what the possibilities are for our subject. So based on what you're saying there, how important do you think it is for a drama teacher to keep professionally learning? Professional learning is something that is so important for drama teachers to keep up their practice. 
Our syllabus is so multifaceted and diverse and the syllabus asks of us to be directors, designers, critical thinkers, to have experience of a number of roles in the theatre. And in my experience, I've worked alongside other drama teachers in year 12 who have said, I wouldn't feel comfortable leading a student through a design project for the HSC. It's not my area. It's not my thing. And I just think, well, as a drama teacher, it is. It's something that we have to be across. What I have done is I've professional learning workshop in every area, every IP. I've got a set design project. I went and did it myself. I built the theatre. I've got it in my classroom as a model. Um, I showed students, you know, this is the Belvoir. This, welcome to Belvoir. This is Belvoir. It's in our classroom. It's a small scale model of it. Um, just to give them an understanding. But I think it also inspires confidence in students and makes you more credible as a teacher if they can see you have done it yourself. It's very important, especially as a drama teacher, to keep practising your skills, to keep developing them. On behalf of Drama New South Wales, I'm kind of looking up to the area that looks at early career teachers and life members. As an early career teacher myself, I've stressed the importance of getting to our professional learning events and the importance of networking with other drama teachers and communicating and collaborating because you need to kind of form your own support group when you may be, especially in the Catholic system, maybe the only drama teacher at the school. So it's important to form those networks and professional relationships. What's the best advice you've ever been given? Take every opportunity, and that's exactly what I've done, that is presented to you. The first couple of years of teaching may feel very overwhelming and all-consuming, but it is really important because they're the years that you grow the most, whether it be professional learning, taking on another subject at your school, having a extracurricular activity that you're in charge of at the school, which might be a, a junior drama group, which might be having a theatre sports group or doing the Easter liturgy like I did in my first year. Those opportunities are really important, not only just to offer to students, but to have as your own little repertoire as a drama teacher. What inspires you creatively? Other people, other drama teachers, other practitioners, professional learning workshops that I've gone to, comedians on television, cartoons inspire me. I like to make a distinction in my classroom between theatre and film. I know that sometimes we might do small screen drama as a unit in itself, but I always make this very clear to my students that acting on stage and acting on screen are polar opposite. And on stage, you need to almost be the cartoon character. I like to make those distinctions to illustrate those ideas for my students. So I'm inspired by a range of things. I've even used picture books for devising with my students I think the world around you really, current news stories, everything really could be a stimulus for devising or could be a stimulus for drama. But I have to say in my teaching practice, it's watching and observing other drama teachers and practitioners and trying to embed it into my own learning. So when you're planning for an arts event at your school, what have you found to be some of the challenges and maybe what have been some of the solutions to those challenges? The challenges are usually around the busyness of the school. So scheduling an event becomes the hardest. Trying to work around assessments that students have, trying to make sure that there's enough preparation time, trying to make sure that you are available for these things and not overcommitting yourself to something that you might not be able to bring to fruition. Organising early in advance is definitely a solution. Having some annual events scheduled into the calendar right from the beginning of the year 
are useful to yourself and the students because the students have something that they know that they're working towards. They know that what they're doing is going to be viewed by a public audience. And I think this kind of motivates them in their lessons and in their progress of their performances or productions that they're currently working on. So they're the big challenges. Sometimes it's getting other students involved to be the tech hands, there's people that assist with the moving of the props on stage and that. This is where I turn to younger drama students and say, this is all experience. This is all something that you would like to be done for you when you're in year 12. What advice would you give to students, teachers and parents especially about the importance of studying the arts? There's a misconception about the arts. Something that I'll often say to students around subject selection time is we only offer subjects that are academic. They are provided to you at school. So why would you pick drama thinking and the typical response is drama is a bludge. So I like to have a lot of myth busters when I'm having student subject selection and I like to get a year 12 student in and I like to get them to bust the myth for the student. And some of the things are drama is a bludge, all you do is play games, you don't have to write. And I get them to give the response of the reality of what it's actually like. But I don't want to turn students off the subject either. I think we firstly are fighting against this shifting perception of what the arts actually are. What I would say to parents, students and other teachers that aren't sure of what our subjects are, take time to get to understand the subject. Give it an opportunity without dismissing it and saying that it's not appropriate or it's something that is not academic or it's not going to give you ATAR points. Think about the long-term benefits of the subject. Think about the life skills that it's giving you or providing for your child. When I have subject selection in um, students going into year 11 and 12, I'll invite them to a drama class in year 10 and I say, you're going to work with the class. It's going to be kind of like a casual audition and I'm going to see you know, how I think you fit in with the class and you get to experience it rather than just picking the subject blindly. I've had students come up and ask me questions and say, what topics do we study? Is there much group work? Is there any individual work? And I invite them to ask me these questions so I can have a discussion with them so they can really think about their subject. But drama is definitely a subject that is for everyone. I strongly believe that from those who want to develop their social skills to those who need extending because I think it covers such a broad range of abilities. I I believe drama is for everyone. If if you could share one tip for a beginning drama teacher, what would it be? Take time to look at our drama syllabus because often when we're in the thick of the teaching, we, we don't really look at those important documents. Identify any areas for you where you feel uncomfortable or where you feel that you need some upskilling so you can go into your classroom as a confident drama teacher. I feel pretty confident guiding students in any area of the HSE course. And I think that's because I've taken the time to upskill, to seek professional feedback and advice on my own practice and my own students' work. But also understanding that there will be a safety net. And the safety Mm. net are teachers like yourself. So, Georgia, thank you for your thoughtful insights into being a creative arts teacher in Sydney Catholic Schools and sharing your wealth of knowledge, even though you've only been teaching for a short time. Thank you so much.